Thank you for joining us again at Daughters of the Moon podcast. We're here again today and we're going to touch on dreams a little bit today. Yes, that should be really fun. Yes, it will be. So I think we will start and today we've both chosen to do some cards. So yes, and this card here too, when I started reading it, when I pulled the card, I thought, how is that relevant to dreams? But you'll see. Okay, I'm standing right next to you is what the card says. Yeah, cool, eh? Yep. It says it in here more so, too. Um, as you're reading these words, so am I, because I'm right beside you at this moment. I do respect your privacy and free will choices very much. If you'd like me to give you some space, just say so. Just say the word and I'll retreat. But for as long as my presence comforts you, I'll stay nearby. Time is very different where I am now. So I'm no longer in a hurry, nor do I need to multitask. I love when you talk to me, and I hope you trust the answers that I send to you through your feelings, intuitions, thoughts, and dreams. Our relationship can become even closer now because my ego, my old ego, defenses aren't as strong as they used to be. I have finally opened my heart up fully, so now I can love you as you deserve to be loved. Oh, a really nice card. That is a very nice card. I like that. He's almost good as you Great. And those are from Talking to the Heaven by James Vaughn and Pra. So, yes. Yes. So, these ones are from something that I picked out uh, The Shaman's Dream, Oracle, Clip Baron Reed, and Alberto Valdo. So, it says in the book that I have on my hand. <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah. The card that I chose was Spirit of the River. It says, uh, the spirit of river invites you to step into the flow, to stop swimming or against or avoiding the current. Allow the waters to carry you downstream, away from the eddies and whirlpools. It's time to heed the call of a new adventure waiting for you. Stop working on the problem for a while. The issue is not what it seems. It is your addiction to fixing what has gone bad that is consuming so much of your time. Work to create a greater good and the bad will resolve itself on its own. There is nothing that you can accomplish with more efforting as the situation in your life right now are subject to forces beyond your control. Recognize this step back and trust the flow. There is no loss of face or lack of honor or integrity. It is simply the way things are at this moment. When this card appears, it's time to say yes to the next leg of your journey. Your life is like a river inevitably and inexorably flowing to the sea which is your divine destination. Be fearless and release yourself to the rushing water in the middle of the stream. Whatever it is you are holding on to, the feelings, the thoughts, the beliefs about how things are or how they should or could be can be fixed easily with the power of the spirit of the river. Simply let go and enjoy the thrill, to, thrill of the ride. All will be well. So, oh. I mean, I think it's, I mean, the card is kind of almost dreamlike when you look at it. it really is. But I think, too, when we get into this a little bit more and we talk about some different kinds of dreaming that you can do where you can start manifesting some things into your life with it. That's right. And I also think just in general, the term dream means to dream of all the things that we want to bring into our life and touch into our lives. And it's true. And, and I think with dreaming, too, sometimes we always think that dreams have to be when we're sleeping. And that's not true. 
um, because we can do during a day. I know I do. Um, I have been called a dreamer in my lifetime. Um, I'm okay with that now. Um, but, you know, sometimes during the day, all of a sudden, you just sail off someplace and you get minds, you're getting thoughts and that. And it's like a dream and you're following it through. And when you think about it later and you do have a dream that night, it's so close to being the same thing. So you can daydream too and nightdream. I guess that's where daydream pain. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, and um, so you can. So I was thinking about how much I do that because I don't dream a lot at night. So, but I dream a lot in the day. Yeah. And I, I've been having crazy dreams and I've been trying to dream journal again, just because I'm trying to get into that a little bit and, and getting that connection to why am I dreaming some of the things I'm dreaming and some of them I can, right. I can relate back to, Oh, that was the show I watched mm -hmm. or a part of the show that I watched or that's something that happened in the day or something that bothered me that, you know, obviously my subconscious is trying to correct. And that's what dreams are about, right? Absolutely. And then sometimes they're just nonsensical and it's like, I have no idea what this dream means, but they do say, if you dream journal, it is a good thing because you can go back and you can kind of look why. back on it. So, yeah. I mean, I don't have separate journals. Some people do. And, and it's a great thing. If you want to dream journal, it is a great just to have a separate journal to do that right. with. But myself, I just have one combined journal where I put all my information in, right? I do my gratitude journal. I do my dreams. I do my, um, whatever my card of the day, whatever it is that I'm doing. That's what I do. So I know. And I, I've been lately, I've been getting a lot that I should be journaling. So um, I guess I'm going to be joining in on your club because <laughs> you're, you're definitely a person that journals and always have been for a, while, for a long time. So yeah, I guess spirit's trying to say that he will start journaling, but yeah, getting back to the dreams thing. Um, yeah. If you think about it long enough and hard enough through the day, oftentimes you can decipher what your dream meant. A lot of it can be what you watched that night in TV or on the internet before you went to bed. Um, it could be what happened that day that hadn't, but it'll come across a different, a little different, but it could be just that jolt of that kind of movement that will make you dream about something that is associated but you may not get it right away yeah that's right yeah. and i mean i think that you know as we were growing up and i think that was a huge thing was that back then it was a, a lot about the dream dictionaries and they and they still <laughs> are out there right yeah. so they're 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 definitely out there and you can definitely some of it's pretty good get into it and yeah. and i got a little i did do a little bit of research just to find out what some different dreams meant yeah. because I thought it, I just thought it's interesting. And I mean, I think you have to go with it and I don't know that always every dream is necessary, significant for every person. That's true. That is true too. Right. So and sometimes it's just a release of energy that we need because we've been so busy for a while and that can be associated and such because you've just been so, they wiped out and not giving yourself some time and that you would be when you have a dream like that. Well, right. And because I, I do, I think, yeah, I, I agree with you that you're a lot of times just trying to sort out shit that you couldn't have time to sort out in the middle of the day. Yeah. I remember right. when you guys were, when you were younger and your girlfriends and you guys would have dreams and you'd come home and say, Hey, we had this dream. <laughs> and you guys would sit there and we talk about, 
uh, the dreams and what they meant from the dream dictionary or yeah. numbers, whatever. And uh, but it was kind of cool because it gave us a, a connection at oh, the same time, right? Absolutely. Um, and I, I think dreams really are. And I think, you know, just in general, it's good to dream and, and move forward with our dreams. And we talked about that a little bit last time, how yeah. we're both kind of moving into new aspects of what we're doing with our life and things like that which is all about dreaming not per se the dreams that we have at night but it is about dreaming in general and it's funny because i've been talking to some different people and listening to some different podcasts and it's been a lot about that right yeah. a lot about you know just putting these things forward and and moving forward in these different ways and how to do it. So. I've been doing that too, where I'm listening to them about how it came or or through your dreams and through sleeping in that. And so I'm actually playing some of them at night to see what happens, sort of thing. Why not? That's better than trying to watch a movie that you might not sleep, you know. So this way, um, it just plays on and on and on. And I'm doing that at night and it's great. That's nice. Yeah. That's and, a and it's really calming. You know, the, the most part is not talking. So uh, it's through frequencies and things like that that it's supposed to be done. But it helps your dreaming. Hmm. Cool. So it's very cool. Yeah, it is actually. So it is something to maybe try out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all you can do is play with it. But they, but they do say dream journaling is a really good thing because mm. it – and I know for myself, when I write my dreams, like I leave my journal beside my bed and I'm the kind of person that honestly, sometimes I do it when I'm having a pee in the middle of the night, because oh, yeah. if I don't do it right away, I often don't remember my dreams. Like it's like kind of that, you know, yeah, second, I have to do that. I have yeah. to do that because my dreams are sort of either a flippy and I don't remember them or it comes for a few nights in a row and I think what the hell is that about right yeah and then i'll have to try to decipher it somehow or maybe not yeah you know just see what happens with it because i and i find like if i get up too fast and then right get doing something like you right you wake up in the morning and you're like oh gotta get up and get in the shower and that second that i come kind of too quickly out of that sort of dream state that sleepy thing the dream won't sometimes I'll say to myself, like if I get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or get a glass of water or whatever, I'll be like, please remember this dream. And then oftentimes I will remember it in the morning. Uh, right. Uh, or I will be like, please remember this part of the dream. I forgot that. I should try it again. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I did try that when you told me last time. You did forget. And that, that does, ha that has a lot to do, which we'll touch on, but like lucid dreaming, right? Is a, a lot of what lucid dreaming about is that, right? Uh, except for it's a little more advanced because you're right. putting yourself in to be able to manifest things and be able to travel to different places. And, and, see and I was thinking when you told me about that, if you were doing it and how it was working for you, um, I tried it too. And it's, uh, it's kind of cool because in, in a way you're actually like astral traveling. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah. So that's what you're doing. Well, that's what I took out sort of thing. In a sense. Yeah, you absolutely are. That's I, I agree with you on that. So that's lucid dreaming. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then we'll get into that. And one of the side effects of lucid dreaming is sometimes you actually don't get as good of a sleep as you could. I would believe that. Right, because you are sort of awake in your dream. Yeah. 
right? And and you're creating these things around that that you're doing. So then you're actually not sleeping as well as you could be if you were just going to sleep. And, you know, even if you said, you know, please let me remember my dreams in the morning. Right. I think there's a little bit of a different context between that and the actual participating in a lucid dream. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I, I did this and a uh, couple of the ones that just basically said dreams are images of stories that our minds create while we sleep. Dreams are our unconscious minds trying to communicate our issues, fears, and worries that need to be addressed. And they represent our ideas, ambitions, and even our fears. So they do always mean something, although figuring out what exactly can be a tough task. And so this one is the 10 most common dreams. Uh, it says, if you dream of losing your teeth, <laughs> okay. this is, dream is often interpreted as a death announcement, which is nothing but symbolic in reality. On the other hand, attention is brought to a loss of vitality, energy, or specific vulnerability that we advise you to listen to. Um, if you dream that you're driving a car, which is this is the car represents our body, the vehicle of our soul, and driving represents our evolution in life. Depending on whether the road is smooth or you're driving on a dangerous path, this evokes the road we've taken in our lives at the time of the dream, positive or negative. Um, if we aren't driving the car and we're just sitting in it, it could be that we're struggling to make our own choices. Wow. Which, I mean, makes sense, except for one time I had this dream, I remember, and I was driving fast, and we were in the mountains, and I don't even remember who was with me in the dream anymore, and the car went off the side of the mountain, okay. and I remember thinking as I was flying off the mountain, the car, with whomever was in it, because there was, I wasn't by myself, yeah. was like, oh my god, I'm going to die, and then, like, before I hit the ground i woke up which i have heard and i don't you know wake up or else you're gonna die yeah right? and i don't know if that's true or not. I, you know what i don't either i haven't done the research on not it but either and i would want you to think that because that could be just all a little myth yeah. too right but but it's a it's a it was so real i remember in my dream that it was like <gasps> like when you wake up right you're like oh my gosh and you're like just for a second where am i oh yeah. okay good I'm oh good. thank I'm god good. i'm in bed right? you gives you a good start though it does. It's like you're holding, you bring your breath back. Yeah. You know? no, it's crazy. No, crazy, crazy. So if you're flying, this reveals we're in an important time of change. This could mean we're heading towards a new start. We're definitely often imposes itself on us without necessarily having control over the destination, which I think makes sense, right? Yeah. Like most of these to me kind of makes sense. And I think when we're interpreting dreams, like you did a lot, like you relied on that dictionary thing. I did, but I got real good at it. But you also, <laughs> yeah. now I think when you, somebody tells you your dream, this is my, my thought anyways, like when I tell you, you something, sometimes you just say, Oh, this is what I think that means. And a lot of it does come back to that reality. It does, right? but don't you find that through, like you do that, you look at the dream books and things like that, and then you start putting your own kind of flair into it as well. So you really kind of change it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it is just your interpretation of what you think that means now. But I think it's because if you're doing it year after year and over and over and sort of thing, you don't realize how much you actually, yeah, you kept a piece of that, but you're really sort of gone beyond that too, where you can 
put your whole sense into what that dream's about. Absolutely. Usually easier for another person than yourself. Yeah, because I think <laughs> I think you, when you're listening to somebody else's dream, you're like, oh, that totally means that. And it, a lot of it is like this, like it kind of makes sense and it's kind of goes hand in hand. And it's like, of course, that would mean what that means, right? Yes, so, yes. But yeah. So if you dream of a pregnancy or childbirth, Okay. This is a sign of a deep growth or an upcoming rebirth or a part of us that's processing or revealing itself to and that we'll see this change soon. It can also represent a change in our personality or opening up to a new aspect or character trait. I never thought of it that way. I mean, the other way, yeah, I had thought about Um, But yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it would mean if you dropped somebody else was pregnant and telling you or heralding the news rather that's like a wishing you were there or wishing you were or hoping that that would happen for them or or something it, like that or if it's just a new beginning right like, yeah because they do say i i read somewhere or i heard somewhere that you never dream about people that you don't know which i find weird because i know i've talked about people i don't uh, know yeah like if i know them I don't know. They must be from the spirit world or something. Cause well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking is, um, or they must be somebody. I'm by. Next day, I can't remember who I was with. Right. And but maybe, maybe in one way they're right. Maybe we did recognize it at one point and we forgot. It can go yeah. away. Right. So, um, sure. Maybe somebody you passed through during the day that you didn't, you notice, but you didn't could be, consciously notice. You know, I, yeah, because not trying to say that was wrong or anything. But, no, I yeah, yeah. Well, it was weird because I was like, that makes no sense. That doesn't resonate with no, me. No, me either because I know I've I have weird dreams all the time about people that I don't know. I'm like, who's why that kid? Are you in my dream? <laughs> why is that person in my dream? Go. What do you want? <laughs> if you dream of spiders. Okay. Fear of and provoked anxiety by spiders most often reveals the fear of, of an authoritative figure that someone perceives as destructive, who comes from a mother who's too invasive, Holy. who acts as a large authority in life. Dreams about spiders can also highlight a relationship that's overwhelming, heavy, anxiety-provoking with its hierarchy, or dark thoughts that pass through our minds as a moment of dream. Wow. No, that's great. Because I would totally not be what I thought spiders meant. <laughs> yeah, and I think for me, where we talked about Ted Andrews last week, for me, I know that in a lot of the spiritual things and in his books and things like that, it's weaving of your fate and bringing new things into your. So I would totally think that I'm also not a, necessarily afraid of spiders. <laughs> right. So I guess if you dreamt it and you were afraid of it, maybe, yeah, there is some fear base there or something. I can see him fear-based with it, with the spider. Yeah. I can't, but I also would think that with the spider, it would depend on what it's doing. Yeah, it's like snakes, right? Like right. when we grew up, like the dreamer dictionary said that snakes often have to do with sexual things or health. Well, which is, and also death. later, right? Yeah. So, so and late, later in life, we learned that it's also associated with death. As well, yeah, exactly. Sadly. Yeah. So yeah, um, you're right. So I, I, I think it's really, I guess that's what I'm getting at. I'm reading this because I found it on the internet and I thought it was kind of cool, but I think you really have to determine for yourself what things mean to you. And I think the more, if you get into dream journaling and you find you have these repetitious dreams or what, or close to being repetitious, you can look back and say, 
oh, okay, I dreamt, I dreamt about a spider, but you know, whatever happened during the day, okay, I think this is what spider means exactly. for me, right? Yeah. So, I mean, these are just fun and I don't know that anybody really knows what dreams mean, but you know, they say that they do. So oh, sorry, Dr. Sigmund Freud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you dream that you're losing your keys or you can't open a door or you're unable to start your car, this evokes that we're missing an element to advance and open a new door or start again. This can be a missing character trait or knowledge real or felt or a lost control of mastery mastery on life or a particular situation hmm. note that this dream can depict a car key that isn't working so the engine doesn't start off which evokes a problem with your partner in an intimate relationship but not a guest no hey right <laughs> would not have put no. that there no no I would have thought it was, I don't know what I would have thought it was, couldn't get into something or, you know, maybe I'm trying to, I think for myself, if I was, he would be moving up the ladder sometimes too. Right? Yeah. And I think if you lost it or you couldn't open something, I would feel like that's like almost spirit telling you you're not meant to go down that road or maybe right. you should reassess what you're doing to make sure you have all the information before you travel down. Like to me, that's what I would interpret that dream to me. Yeah, doesn't yeah. mean it's right, but no, it doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we've been doing this kind of thing for so long, you and I. Okay. Yeah. And um, and yeah, we haven't put our interpretation to it, but it's still relevant. Like, I can't so much decipher my own dreams, but I'll go to you and say, "Well, this is what I dreamt," and you'll decipher it because we're close and you have. Well, what were you doing? You asked me all the right questions. And vice versa sort of thing so so we could decipher why we would go there right yeah so or do what color was in your dream with that yes or like yes. it's just in black and white or yes right because sometimes those things matter especially when you know some of these other things in life about you know, whatever angel numbers or colors or yes whatever you know i think yep. you interpret things on a different basis yep okay so if you dream about being in an elevator um, people often dream of elevators during a time when they're feeling helpless and are faced with an oppressing situation, whether professional or interpersonal. The people present in the ele elevator often indicate the concerned area, uh, which represents professional ascension in most cases, but can involve a difficult leaving of an emotional relationship that doesn't appear very safe. I don't think I'd like to dream about an elevator, really. No, but I've seen some consistency here with um, yeah. relationships. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Oh. Seems yeah. that way. It's okay. like, hmm, there are a lot on that. <laughs> so yeah. if you're being followed or threatened by a cat or a dog, it's usually a person that feels particularly oppressed and will wake up affected by this type of dream, uh, which evokes the relationship someone maintains with themselves and others. So... Okay. says the cat represents the instinctive side of ourselves okay. and the dog represents the loyal friend or friendship. The instinctive side of ourselves. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. It is. And I mean, cats and dogs are such different. And the dog was what? Um, loyal friend or friendship. Okay, that's, that and depending on its behavior can invoke a fear of suspicion 
or a peaceful and loving relationship. So, and I can, I guess I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Like if they were attacking you, right? It'd be like a fearful thing and it'd be like, oh. I was attacked by a cat. She was protecting her babies and she just, oh my God, scared the hell right out of me. In your dream or in real life? In real life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so afraid of a cat. I'm like, oh my God. Right. <laughs> but she was rightfully trying to protect them. I didn't think I was close, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's close to us and what's close to them as a parent, right? And I guess even as a parent, you kind of get that really instinctually because it's like, hey, you're a little too close. I don't like your energy. Get away from my baby, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you're okay. Yeah. You yeah. can come a little bit. That's closer. true. That's true. You do pick right. up the energies with it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's our just like people, it, just our instinct, right? Yeah. Well, we do it with people, so for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if you dream of climbing a mountain, it reveals a search for rising power, a well-being, or knowledge that's strictly about ourselves. So I can see that. I can. Yeah, I can relate to that. And then marriage, if you dream. So for women already in a relationship, this can be a compensatory dream that expresses and releases a strong desire for marriage and childbirth, which are taking a while to come to you. Dreaming of a marriage can also invoke uh, inner reconciliation that's an oper operation between a man and woman, maybe after a breakup. Uh, in, an, in another sense, for a single, already married, or an older woman, or a mature woman, a dream about marriage can represent her relationship with herself and her femininity. I wonder if that's sort of on the book of dreams. It could be, or, yeah. Or like a tarot card, because he's got... He, she has got the positive side and the negative side on each thing sort of thing almost. Yeah. So it's almost like a toy or a card or whatever that, you you know, it depends on how the card fell. Yeah. That's what you agreed, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So and, and, I, and I think that's right, right? And it would depend. Like, are you in a relationship and, and you know. Yeah. Um, does what we would know yeah. too, right? Or are you but, single or, you know. Or, you know, because I think if you were single and dry, dreaming about a marriage, especially if you weren't, didn't have a partner, it'd be a longing kind of hopeful thing or something that you're looking forward. And I think if you were married and dreamed about a married, you know, if you were marrying your partner, I think it would mean, you know, whatever, some kind of comfort level. But if you something weren't marrying relationship sort of thing, and it's like they're starting over again. Sure. You know, a blessing disguise sort of thing. And yeah. if you weren't dreaming about your partner and you were married or in a relationship, I think, you know, you could take that to be maybe there's problems in your relationship yeah. that need to be figured out that yeah. you're yeah. or you're looking for some newness in your relationship, not necessarily. Yeah, like maybe you'd be getting too suspicious of something happening and it's not yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting, really. It really is. So now we're going to touch in on lucid dreaming because we a little bit touched in on that and, and I have done it and it is very cool and I'd like to do it some more. But anyways, so the definition that I found of lucid dreaming is lucid dreaming means you realize within the dream that you're dreaming. You know that you are dreaming for many people. The moment of realizing that this is a dream can seem like a powerful breakthrough since they properly realize their actual situation. The American Psychological Association has a formal definition for lucid dreaming in its 2007 dictionary, 
which is when a sleeper is aware that he or she is dreaming and may be able to influence the progress of the dream narrative. So that's where it's talking about where you can manifest things, you can go places, you can visit people, you can... It's so associated with astral travel because, I mean, when I do that, I mean, I've done that for years off and on, not recently. I'm going to start working on that again too. But it's so associated. They get so close to it because when you're above yourself and you can see yourself from above, yeah. but then you're still traveling off and leaving your body and going someplace... I mean, you bless yourself before you go and you ask to come back and all that. Yeah, stuff. please, please let me come back but, to my body. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you are directing what you're doing with the uh, astral travel as well. Because didn't you say, like, I, I sort of recall this story when we were younger and you telling me was when you used to astral travel quite a lot more mm -hmm. that you always had your leg went in a circle or something to well, good for you either remembering that. getting you going or making you fly or whatever it yes, was. Yes, right? I always had my leg had to go around the circle. And once I got it going, and away I went. And yeah. it was just, it was so easy to do back then. Um, yeah. And I've never astro-traveled except for one time when Jordan was small. He was just a baby. And I had a waterbed and I was laying down. And remember how I used to always put him on my chest yeah. and, and have a nap with him? Because yeah. I was like... Ooh, he's sleeping. I should sleep. And this one time I, I, I wasn't sleeping. I think I had just woken up. And when I woke up, I was above my body, like an out of body yep. experience. Yeah. Looking down at me and Jordan on the bed. And I was like, am I dead? <laughs> this thing, like it freaked me out. Cause I wasn't. And then boom, my body was back in my body. Right. right? It didn't go anywhere or do anything, but it was like that's scary when you don't know what's happening. I mean, we can maybe touch on that in some yeah, future episode, <laughs> but yeah, like it's a, and I don't know what your experience was. Like, did you have fun astral traveling? Oh, or? I had all kinds of fun because I, I realized after a while, like you go do some stuff. Right. And, uh, see some things, talk to people that I missed. Um, and were yeah. you sleeping or awake? I, no, I was astral traveling. So, I mean, uh, but like, like, had you gone to bed and were sleeping oh, no, or were you yes, yes, just in sleeping. a meditative state? No, I was sleeping. Because I, I wonder. So I could be lucid dreaming, but I, sometimes I wasn't sleeping. Sometimes I'd be just laying in bed and, and I would think about it and sort of go into a trance-like thing. Yeah. And then I would go. But I also did it when I was sleeping. So I wondered if you. So maybe that's lucid so, dreaming. Yeah, I wonder if you lucid dreamed when you were sleeping and when you were more just in, I don't know the, di the difference or the definition of astral traveling, but I wonder if when you astral traveled and you were in a meditative state, cause I feel like myself, I feel like that's more astral traveling cause you're actually awake and you're doing it. Yes. You're, you're baking shelf. And I think, so you probably did lucid dream and didn't even really, and probably didn't realize then, it was doing probably it. back then they didn't call it that. Probably they didn't. Yeah, that's right. Like, who knows, right? right. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know enough about it. I, I mean, I really, really pinched the surface of it. But I know, it, but at least you do it. And uh, uh, so you have that knowledge, but apparently I was doing it too. But I think that, um, yeah, if you allow yourself to really uh, just relax when you go to sleep or ask for something like that, that you will do these different things because you want to, you really want to, but also you get your heart into it too. You know, like 
You're not afraid to go there. And hey, exactly. Yourself, right. So I'll let you read this. No. <laughs> you don't want to read? No, my voice is still. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then you can just add in. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So it says, uh, when you sleep, your brain cycles through rapid eye movement, your REM sleep, right. and then non-REM sleep, which right. we all know. So non-REM sleep includes three separate stages. So during non-REM, your brain waves, heartbeat, and eye movements gradually slow down. In REM sleep, your brain is extremely active. Your heart rate and eye movements also increase. Lucid dreaming, like most dreams, usually happen during REM sleep. In a lucid dream, you know that you're dreaming and you're aware of your awareness during the dream state. So about 55% of people have experienced one or more lucid dreams in their lifetime. I However, frequent lucid dreaming is rare. Almost, right? Yep. Um, and only 23% of the people have lucid dreams at least once a month. So it's not, I think it's probably becoming the more spiritual we get and the more our minds yeah, get out there and connect to sort of the relaxing realms. and letting it in. Yeah, you're right. So I think you did lucid dream. Like I think there was probably times that you definitely asked to travel, but I think there was probably times that you actually didn't even know that's what you were doing. Because they were cool. You know, I mean I really enjoyed doing it. Um yeah. <laughs> did you go anywhere really cool? Because <laughs> I, I need to know. <laughs> I would go, like, I always wanted to go to Spain, right? And there was that one place in Spain that's just all across the mountains there. And it's like, and I envision that. And I could go there and see that. And it's just beautiful. And it's just someplace I always wanted to travel to. I'm going to still. Nice. That's on my to do list. It's on the bucket checklist. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> That's a, that's a good bucket checklist. Right? I think so too, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it says the ways to experience a lucid dream is to get more REM sleep. Makes, Makes sense. Right? <laughs> so follow a sleep schedule, exercise daily, avoid electronics before bed, avoid alcohol and caffeine before bed, and create a relaxing sleep environment. Keep a dream journal. No, mm -hmm. We already touched on that. And I think that goes with both, right? Good point. You're good for that. Uh, but I think I think if it's something that interests you, of uh, either lucid dreaming or just finding out about your dreams and how they relate to your life, I think a dream journal is a great thing, right? Yeah, well, sure, right journaling is great, but um, <laughs> it says practice reality testing. So your level of consciousness is similar when you're awake and dreaming. So by increasing your awareness during your waking state, you can enhance your awareness during your dreaming state. So one of the way is your finger through your palm. So, um, Push your fingers against the opposite palm. If they pass through, you're dreaming. If they don't pass through, then you're awake. Whereabouts in the palm? I just said in the opposite palm, so probably in the middle, I guess. I guess. So, like, if you were lucid dreaming right. and you were like, "Am I dreaming or am I awake?" If you push push that Where? in, then it, it lets you know. It says uh, mirrors in a dream state, your reflection won't look normal. True. So. I don't, know. I don't think I've ever looked at a mirror when I was dreaming, but you, well, you've done scrying and stuff like that. Well, yeah, but not in my sleep. Well, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not in your sleep. Not, not, not in my sleep. It says uh, to 
do a nose pinch. So pinch your nose. If you're able to breathe, you're in a dream. If you can't breathe, then you're asleep, right? Which makes sense. Tattoos. If you have tattoos, look at them and they will look different in a dream. So I can't see my tattoo even when I'm awake. So that would work for <laughs> so me. So basically, you're doing something that makes you be real. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? Like you're bringing that consciousness yeah. to you to say, like, wake up. Oh, I, I am actually in a dream, right? This is this is perceiving different. So I'm actually not awake, but I'm asleep, which I think you need that awareness to know you're dreaming to be able to do the lucid dreaming. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but you'd have to remember to, you'd have to really do it a lot. Yeah. Sort of make it engage be a so practice. that you would think it, right? Yeah. So you really have to do a lot. But I think it's kind of the same thing as astral traveling that way too. Absolutely. I think it would be. You know? So, yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. There's probably a very, very fine Cross line or, between yeah. the two of them, right? Yeah. So, um, said, so, uh, interesting topic, by the way. Yeah. It says, well, lucid, so you can try induction techniques. So, while well, lucid dreaming often happens randomly, it's possible to initiate lucid dreaming through induction techniques which includes wake back to bed. So wake up five hours after bedtime. When you go back to sleep, you'll be more likely to enter into your REM sleep while you're still conscious. Wow. Um, a mnemonic induction of lucid dreams. So tell yourself that you will lucid dream tonight. This is what I yeah, was you doing. Were talking. Yeah, yeah. And I tried that too. So it says yeah. you, before you go to bed, you basically say tonight, I will remember my dreams or I forget what I had. I had a different, I had something similar to that. I, I remember think, we talked about it and but I it tried was like, it after that too. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go to sleep and then tonight I will remember my dreams and I will be a part of my dreams. And it was, it was good, except for I found like sometimes then when I got up in the morning, which I think we'll get on, but I wasn't as well rested <laughs> as I could have been because you're constantly trying to put yourself in your dream, right? To do the lucid dreaming, which is great for manifestation and all kinds of things. Like they say, it's great for like trying to lose weight or trying to stop biting your nails, trying to do these things because you can put yourself in the dream and tell your subconscious something that you need to tell it right cool so i think that's so the other thing is called wake initiated lucid dreaming so in that you enter a rem sleep from wakefulness while maintaining your consciousness in consciousness it involves laying down until you have a hypnagogic hallucination <laughs> yeah that was a hard word so i think you're kind of almost hallucinating at that point right and that I've done it where you're, whoa, what the hell is that? Right. Yeah. Okay. So that'd be interesting. Um, so just, yeah, just to try those. Some of the benefits of lucid dreaming. First, you have an incredible capacity to have fun. Flying through space. Oh, that feels good doing that. It's like, man, me free. <laughs> walk on water. Yeah. Doing Harry Potter-esque magic can lead to extraordinary adventures. But experienced lucid dreamers claim that you can also use lucid dreaming for other things like accessing your inner creativity and potential to solve problems. I was just thinking that when I was doing more of that, um, that was when I did my my, D, my CD. Yeah. On Lucid Quest. Yeah. That so is. it's all, almost like it brought you that information that you needed to channel in with it. Isn't that cool? Isn't it? 
thinking back now because I never realized that the time doing it right yeah yeah so if you were looking for those things it says it uh you can improve your physical skills by practicing in the lucid lucid dream lots of athletes musicians and others have used lucid dreaming to enhance their waking abilities so it's basically the thing one of the things that I read when I was kind of doing some research on this was like some of these musicians will go to sleep and then they will invoke the lucid dreaming and then they will write the song or write the song or play the violin to perfection. And then when they wake up, it's kind of just kind of transfers over into the waking state, which is really cool. Wow. That is yeah. a wow. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, I mean, I'm, I, when you um, try to do different things that's on the creative side and I think what we do with all of this is very creative too, and uh, but when you can really get into your creative side and I imagine it goes with music or art or anything else that uh, yeah anything's like wow it, so much rouses you of what's coming to you right it really does you know and, and the more you get into it the longer you're at it it's like its impact is amazing yeah and I it was funny because I was listening to a podcast That's cool I didn't know that musicians would do it that way but that yeah. makes sense or artists whatever right absolutely Book writers uh, yep and get their ideas right and go in <laughs> and probably whatever write their book and yeah you know get the messages I, I don't know what they do because I've never done that myself but I think it was really cool the other thing is you can resolve your nightmares and inner issues and anxiety so right. if you had a lot of anxiety I believe that or anything like that you could do that I because I think you're you're solving it in your mind right you're being able to talk to your I think you're really in the real gist of it is you can get down and you can talk to that subconscious level of yourself to be saying like that's why I say like for biting your nails or something like that or smoking or whatever your thing is because you're going in and you're saying okay that's you know you have these anxieties about that you can have that conversation in your head more when you're sleeping because when we're awake i think we get still too much in our head when we're thinking that's about true it. but i was thinking while you were talking about that was a lot of the times i was doing that too was when you guys were younger and things like that but it was when i was trying to do things on my own sort of thing raising you in that that i would come home and i was stressed so when i went to sleep i would like deep sleep right right into the REM state almost so yeah I guess that was my way of sort of releasing it going yeah I could take a breath of fresh air and do something else and really really be myself right? yeah and get yeah. that peace rejuvenation back into your life of, yeah right I can't go anywhere because I'm you know working all these hours yeah. and taking yeah. care of my kids but yeah. I can do this here to get that release to be able to yeah so pretty cool um, that way too and if you're going through problems then do it yeah you know? anxiety depression like all of that stuff right so uh explore the nature of dreaming and discover the principles of how to create things mm -hmm. and use lucid dreaming for spiritual growth for example you meditate in a lucid dream so that's kind of cool and then just gain an access to an inner level of awareness it'd be very cool actually. yeah i was just thinking about that talking about dreams and that and i guess i might as well say it now yeah. um with the with listening to these um, things at night when I go to bed, mm -hmm. and I've been doing it for a while now, and I'm wondering if maybe that's why I'm waking up is because something has impacted me 
through what I'm listening to sort of thing. I get up and go to the washroom or whatever, but at the same time, when I get back to bed, my mind's so busy, you can't sleep again, right? Yeah. So I end up putting it back on again. Not so, maybe sometimes not just that one. I'm up and put another one on, but I'll, I'll I will put something. And so what I've been doing lately is trying to pick different ones to listen to because there's aura cleansing, there's all these different things. So maybe they are actually impacting me when I'm sleeping. I would think so, and I think if you're being like if you're sort of channeling or you're getting the the information from spirit that you should be journaling. I wonder if with doing this, if you started journaling and started asking, you know, please let me, even if you're not doing the lucid dreaming, if you're just dreaming and saying, you know, yeah. please let me remember my dream. Yeah. And then when you wake up, you just journal. It'd be interesting to see if it, um, what it is to what information you're downloading yes, right because i'm full of energy too yeah most days and i didn't need any more energy on the most days <laughs> no, no you didn't you, <laughs> you probably didn't <laughs> no, so it was like um yeah so maybe it, i never thought about it that way but it would good be point. interesting you this know it, a good it, topic for that yeah so it, it. it would be interesting to journal that and just kind of look back on it and see because maybe you're like maybe you're sorting stuff out in your mind, but maybe you're actually downloading information. Cause I do think that, you know, just not on the topic of dreaming per se, but, <laughs> but I do yeah. think like, right. The universe downloads stuff into our brain. And I think they do it, do do it a lot when we're asleep because we can't be in our brain anymore to download that's that right. information so that's coming like a in state because you, or when you're meditating or you're, right. you're, yeah, you've, Con you've got that conscious mind sort of put onto a shelf something right? <laughs> yeah. not the yellow one came in and has so the yeah or whatever the case may be so yeah, cool. but of course like anything when there's benefit there's also risks oh yeah so uh it's basically considered safe but there are some risks for people with mental health disorders so um, yep these include sleep problems so since lucid dreaming techniques purposely interrupt sleep Getting enough sleep can be difficult, and the risk is higher if you have a sleep disorder. So if you have a sleep disorder or you have some mental health issues, you maybe don't want to lose a dream, I guess, is my caveat to, you know, yep. you, you, have, you have to right. think about yourself and what your own personal. So although we're talking about it and I think it's super cool, it might not be right for you. And I think, you know, if you're listening to us, you have to determine. You do. You have to. You yeah. have to know your boundaries. Absolutely. You know where it comes from there. It says that depression and anxiety is also another risk. Uh, sleep issues can actually intensify your depressive symptoms and anxiety. So I don't get depressed. <laughs> I don't sleep. Right. But so I think, you know, as much as it can help you because you can go in and sort those problems out. Again, if you're lucid dreaming and you're, you know, too much or you're trying too hard, sometimes you're not getting that proper sleep that you need and that can just kind well, of... That's why they're saying to me, journal so that... Absolutely, so that you're doing that, right? Journals. You're finding out what you're doing. Uh -huh. um, Derealization, so lucid dreaming induction meshes reality and dreaming, making it d d difficult to determine what's real. Okay. So I think if you have that kind of issue, then this may be not the thing for you. <laughs> And then disassociation, 
the overlap of reality and dreaming can also cause disconnection from your surroundings or yourself. So I think sometimes it's like anything. If you do something and you overdo something. Yeah. And you put yourself in it, then, you know, you do have those things. So I think you have to um, be aware of that. So it it has been scientifically proven. Um, The basic first researcher to do it was Keith Hearn from England in the mid 1970s. And then the one after that was um, Alan Worsley became lucid and moved his eyes left to right during a lucid dream in 1975. So between the two of them, they basically scientifically proved that lucid dreaming is a thing. It does say if you want to do it to be know that it takes time. It takes a lot of for sure. It's like anything. Recall it. Practice, right? Yeah. And then the journaling helps because then you're doing that recall of what did I see? What did I hear? What did I, and the more I find the more um, in depth you can be when you journal your dream. Yeah. Um, to, to stupid things, even like, right. He had a white shirt on and it had a big pocket <laughs> on the front. Yeah. Like it sounds silly, It does. but when you go back and you look at it, you're like, Oh, okay. That, that, that made sense. Right. So, well, this has been a really good one. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I so really enjoyed it too. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Yeah. Uh, we really got deep into our own stuff with this as well, but um, you know, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did and I hope you try it out. Yeah. And if you have tried it or you do do it, like we'd love to hear about it and hear your experiences so that we can share them with other people because it just helps us learn and yep. and delve into things a little bit deeper but don't forget to like us please. yes and share and, share us and please. if you want to give us a great review that would be also Yay. really perfect so <laughs> thank you for everybody that has liked and shared and followed us along you bet you, you bet. can find us on spotify or anchor to listen to us and you can follow us on instagram or facebook and you can email us if you have any questions or if you'd like to be a part of the show let us know please let us know and we can arrange that that's right all right so have a magical week everyone you bet